Take a deep breath, take the higher road That's what they always say, as if they know the way They won't take it from me But don't ever doubt yourself, it's life ain't just a dream You make your own, so kick and scream The people will like with a never-ending force You never had the chance, so what you waiting for? The day has come, my friend, cause this is war just keep meeting the most fascinating people um and i don't know what's happening but i totally feel like it is the year of the nurse all of these amazing nurses that have been on the front lines and actually doing making having projects creating businesses uh to help people is just astounding and my next guest her tagline is, I pick you up where the medical system dropped you off in my heart health accelerator cardiac wellness program. And guys, if you remember last week, uh, Nurse Nicole and I, who is, you know, um, helping to run the chest pain clinic program out in Central Florida. And then I was talking about all of the heart issues that I've been seeing. Well, here you go. Here's your solution, Mary Yutter. Um, and I hope I'm saying that right. She worked as a cardiac ICU nurse at Bellevue Hospital in New York City for over 13 years. Both of her parents had died of heart attacks before Mary became a cardiac nurse. She began researching how to keep herself from becoming another statistic. And she observed that the medical system can save a life in an emergency, but then patients enter a treatment loop of doctor's appointments, meds, tests, refills, side effects, and more meds without any information, guidance, a plan, or understanding. Doctors and nurses simply, guys, just do not have the time, um, nor do they understand or are trained in other healing modalities. See, what happens is whatever area you meet your nurse in, that's where she specialized. She's not specialized or he's not specialized before that, like emergency or after that and, and you know, primary care. So um, Mary's program is just amazing. And, um, and this is our first time talking. So welcome, Mary. Welcome to Nurses Out Loud. I'm happy to have you. Yeah, Jody. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I feel like I landed in the right spot today. You absolutely <laughs> did. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. I think you you had commented on one of my posts, I think. And then for some, you know, I don't look everybody up, but I looked you up and then I was like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to this woman. I also noticed here that you were awarded the Spirit of Hillman Award for Bedside Nursing Excellence, which is a, a really big honor there in the um, Hillman Foundation in New York City. So, yeah, and and your and your education is just extensive here: yoga, plant based nutrition, ICU psychology, 
All right, girl, what else? <laughs> I, it keeps going. That's all I can say. I keep learning and keep going because things change, you know, and I'm more of a holistic bent now these days. What does that actually. mean, Mary, holistic, when you're, well, when you're talking about your patient? Holistic means that I teach the patient what they can do easily and in a, a natural way as opposed to the end of a syringe or a pill. Because uh -huh. that's not where health is found. Health is found by doing things like in order to lower your cholesterol and lower your blood pressure and improve blood flow, what's an easy thing you can do? Mm -hmm. You can have a garlic clove cut up, wait 15 seconds for the enzyme in it to convert to the blood thinning enzyme and then eat it. That's one thing you can use. You can do all kinds of tactical strategies to make every meal your medicine to decrease your blood pressure, um, decrease cholesterol. But what we really want to do is decrease inflammation because cholesterol is actually not the bad guy. He's a good guy. He's trying to, he's trying to pave the potholes in the street of your arteries. So the LDL actually is a good guy in what your body needs. And the HDL is the good guy too. He's like, dude, you left asphalt all over the arteries. I've got to come clean this up take it back to the liver. So um, they are, they, our bodies are meant to process and use cholesterol in a certain way. When we're giving a statin, we're interfering with that process. Yeah. And now one of the things I like to do in my business is I like to ask provocative questions which promote critical thinking. So mm -hmm. if we're giving a medication that is blocking cholesterol in our bodies, and what organ in our bodies needs cholesterol the most? The brain. So yep. if, we're, if the most prescribed drug in our country is statin and it affects the brain, what now is another disease process affecting the brain that we're seeing a huge upswing in? Alzheimer's? Correct. Yeah. So this, you know, everything's by design. It's mm -hmm. by design. And then also you're, you're creating diabetes because if you're impacting the cholesterol, you're impacting vitamin D. Vitamin D helps the other hormones and including insulin. So if you're impacting insulin, you're now creating diabetes. And statin side effects are diabetes. Um, and then all of the, it interferes with your CoQ10. So then you get all kinds of muscle involvement including the heart muscle so they can lead to heart failure so what mm -hmm. so the very med you're taking is actually the med that's going to kill you well and, and let's talk about statin for a little bit you know the history of it like when did it come out how did it come out do you are you familiar with that part of it i'm not familiar with that part of it no okay so i had did some research on statins and basically they came out overnight uh, back in the 90s. It was uh, this faulty study that said that cholesterol is the, is the killer, right? And we needed to lower people's cholesterol. Remember how they like took away butter from us and they pushed the margarine and then they made everything fat-free, fat-free snack wells. Uh, and then all they did was increase the sugar Remember like those days, 80s, 90s is when I believe mm -hmm. it was going on. Um, but anyway, the statin, 
And then basically overnight, millions of people, millions of people were on the statin drug. And my dad was one of those patients. And, um, and I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I, I obviously I didn't know all of that back then, but when I was listening to this, you know, it was just another marketing ploy. The mm-hmm. same is the MS cotton, right? The same is what they do with all the other, you know, drugs that they want to push. Um, even uh, how about omeprazole? I mean, everybody's on that. My dad's been on that since he was like 32 years old for 40 years, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then the statin drugs. Um, but yeah, when I, when I learned about it, there was this picture of the, the arteries, right. And, and then the arteries were like, you know, like breaking apart and, or like inflammation was causing holes in the wall. Right. And then here you come and you have cholesterol, patch it up. Like you were saying, like the cholesterol is good and we need it. And the fact that we have tens of millions of people basically overnight, just on a statin drug, um, it is just, it, it's another big pharma thing. And what they used to do, the, the high used to be 300. Then the high was dropped to 250 before you got on set. Now they've dropped the high to 200. Right. So if your cholesterol is 200, which is totally a great cholesterol, you can, you can have a cholesterol of 300 and be healthy. Your mm. body actually is making that for a reason. Maybe what we need to look at is your inflammatory process and what you're eating. Yeah. But you know, what it is, is it's, I call it sad, sad Sam, and I've actually added on to that. But the standard American diet leads to the standard American um, drugs, is, uh, diseases, which leads to the standard American medications. Mm-hmm. And those are brought to you by the standard American media which is sponsored by the standard American pharma. Oh my gosh. That's right. There you go. go. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, what, what else is there? Like when, when we talk about the, the number uh, vitamin D I'm, you know, we say in healthcare that a vitamin D level of 20 is normal. Whereas there's a lot of evidence where it should be between 60 and 80. I think higher is better. What's happening though, is people are taking just D, just the little colecosiferol capsule. And when you just take D by itself, what you're doing is you're taking the calcium and loading it into your arteries. If you have D plus K2, the calcium is going to go into your bones and teeth where it belongs. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are taking this vitamin D and actually exacerbating their cardiac conditions or their cerebrovascular conditions. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you have an inflammatory, say you eat a lot of seed oils. Okay. So you, you're, you've got infl- inflammation of your arteries, including your heart and your cerebral arteries and then you're taking this vitamin D without K2, then you're taking that inflammation and then putting the calcium in it and calcifying. And this can also lead to Alzheimer's. Yes, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm actually just looking up right now, K2. I remember when I was researching it, um, it really doesn't take 
take much to get the appropriate amount of K2 in our diet. So I'm not sure if we need to supplement that, but I'm looking, I'm looking at it like um, spinach, kale, broccoli. No, that's, that's no, hold on. Chicken breast, cheese, egg yolks, butter, salami, ground beef. So I think that's what I'm saying. I think that people mostly get enough of their K2 in their diet, but um, I haven't really looked at it too much, but I hear you. I hear you. Like, you know, we need to make sure that it's like converted properly and effectively and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So they, these are the kinds of things that you can do holistically to make great changes in your health. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is people aren't told these things. So for example, today, my Instagram post was about mindset. And it's like, well, my, why is mindset so important? Because your body and your cells are listening to everything you think. So if you're suffering like a typical cardiac patient or a patient who's ill mm-hmm. with depression, worry, fear, anxiety, even PTSD. So say you had a heart attack in the middle of the night, you're, you're going to have anticipatory fear of another event yeah. happening. It's going to be hard for you to go to sleep at night. So all of these thoughts and feelings convert into chemicals in our body in the form of hormones. Mm-hmm. And, when, and when this is happening to you, your cells are listening to everything you think and responding to all those chemicals. And so starting with mindset is so important because if you just start saying, well, you got to do this and you got to do that, you have to click in. It's like going skiing. You have to click your boots in. You have to click into the skis. Yeah. So this is your mind getting clicked in before you do a program or start to prepare for learning. And so mindset is really important. And then moving on to preparing your gut. These are my protocols. Preparing your gut. Well, why is the gut important? Because, as you know, it's your immunity. Mm-hmm. And also, if your gut is not a healthy place for your good bacteria to thrive, then you're, you can eat all the healthy food you want, but you're never going to absorb it. If you have yes. leaky gut, if you mm-hmm. have ulcers. So the gut health is really important. Pr- making it a, a hospitable environment, seeding it with good bacteria, and then feeding. It's like having a pet. You got to feed these bacteria, right? You got to populate them and then let them thrive. So that's the next thing. And then uh, moving on to detoxifying because from the air we have and breathe to what's in the sky that's being sprayed to our water supply, to our food supply, to what the animals eat, um, and to what we're ingesting unbeknowingly like glyphosate we need to detox our bodies and a lot of that has to do with heavy metals as well so that's really important and then tactical strategy for nourishment so that what you're eating every meal serves as your medicine and it can and you can still enjoy your food you can still enjoy your food and then also you know i don't think we should be punitive you you have to live before you die you want to enjoy you know that chocolate souffle or what Enjoy the heck out of it. You're going to have bacon. Go have it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a, a, a day or two of just completely living in, in food hedonism is not going to set you back. <laughs> and so many people just 
um, I don't know, they're living in the word diet is just so constrictive and punitive. And I prefer to use the word nourishment. How are we going to nourish our body? Think about a plant. We're like plants. We photosynthesize. I'm photosynthesizing. Um, And we take our food and convert it and it goes into our cells like plants. So do you go up to your plant and and pour in Pepsi? Do you throw in McDonald's hamburger? (laughs) No. And so our bodies are the same way. They can't survive on that kind of stuff. And that's what makes us sick. And years and years and years of that. And then people want to know, well, how do I lower my blood pressure? Well, you're asking to play whack-a-mole with blood pressure, but something else is going to pop up. It's a systematic way of working with your body to heal it naturally. So the ultimate goal is habit stacking a week at a time, adding on new habits so that by the end of nine weeks, you have built the new life dash style that doctors say you should have. This is positive habit stacking. So at the end of those nine weeks, you have compounded health benefits. And where do those show up? In how you feel mm-hmm. and in your lab work. That's where the real rubber hits the road is your lab work. Yes. And so with your program, is your program a nine-week program? It is a nine-week program. I built it out so that you have access for 18 weeks. And if you're still milking it, you can you can keep signing on. Um And in that nine weeks, it's meant to take slowly. So 18 weeks, that's fine. Take your time, marinate in it, implement the steps. And there's homework assignments. Mm -hmm. And the homework is like watching What the Health, which is a movie about the politics behind our food supply, very enlightening, or Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, about this uh, guy uh, film documentary that ate McDonald's for... I remember that. Yeah, he almost died. And then he, I think he did one called Supersize Me. Yes. Where he had to ask for everything to be supersized and eat it. And his doctor said, you're going to die. You're going to die if you do this. And it's suicide by food. Uh And um, yeah, so it's nine weeks, but you have the ultimate luxury of taking 18 weeks, taking your time, really marinating in it. I love when people bring their partners in with them. I don't mind that at all because you have support. And then also the first and third Wednesday each month. In fact, tonight is the first Wednesday. I have a meeting later on tonight with the folks in my program, and it's a built-in support network. So this is other survivors now thriving, welcoming any newcomers. And each time we have a little lecture on something. Tonight we're going to go over case history of one of my clients who we thought, oh, great idea, you know, let's go get a, a repeat echocardiogram and see what's going on with your heart two years post heart attack. Okay. And he went in and they said he had arrhythmias and they had him on the table for an ablation. Mm-hmm. And they didn't look at his labs and they, they aborted the procedure. So he was on the table, they started the procedure and aborted. So this is medical error, which is one of the leading causes of death, unnecessary medical error. And what it was, was he had been on statins. And one of the things that statins can do, as we talked about, is interfere with your hormones. Mm -hmm. So his thyroid, he was hyperthyroid on his blood work. Mm -hmm. And what does hyperthyroid do? Causes arrhythmias. Yeah. So they put him on amiodarone, which is an antiarrhythmic medication, and wanted to do this procedure when neither had anything to do with the root cause of the problem. It was his thyroid. 
<laughs> so we're going to talk about that case history tonight. Oh, I yeah. love this. Yeah. This is yeah. so great. I want to hear more about how you came. Like, how did this come to be? Because you, you started this in 2019. I did. I did. Okay. I got a phone. I got a phone call from one of my best friends. She was my college roommate. And she said, Mary, I have to have open heart surgery. I, I'm scared to death and I don't know what to do. And the doctors just say, you'll be fine. I said, what is going on? I said, first of all, I got you. We're going to get you through this. No problem. And what happened was she had had a cancer 20 years prior and they had radiated her chest and they didn't have the technology to isolate isolate the beams and target the area that they wanted to radiate. So they inadvertently radiated two of her heart valves. Oh, and wow. now she'd had respiratory failure twice from her heart valves not working properly and had been intubated twice in the hospital. And so the doctor said, we've got to replace your valves while your heart is healthy enough to receive them. So imagine feeling like you do today or like me today and someone telling you, well, we have to crack your chest open and this is a surgery that people die from, but right. you know, you need these new heart valves and crazy. So I helped her pre-op prepare her body because we had the luxury of a little time because it was an elective surgery. Mm -hmm. And we prepared her body, we prepared her lungs, we worked with an incentive spirometer, we got her lined up with all kinds of essential oils for her recovery. Um, I also wrote up what her family can, she, she created a little plan of who's going to bring over food, who's going to do what on what day. Um, she made a little, a new um, infirmary, like her bedroom, she redid it. and had everything, mm -hmm. all her comfort things there. And we, I went through what exactly you need when you go to the hospital, what you need to take and what you're going to need when you get home. And for example, are you reaching up to cupboards? No. So have everything down. Can you unscrew a brand new jar of pickles? No. So have everything loose, have everything within reach. And then we had, um, she, she amazing husband. He never left the hospital the whole time, the whole week she was in chronicled it. He is a Green Beret Reserve, so it was like Operation Operation <laughs> Nuevo Corazon, Operation <laughs> New Heart, and, and oh, I just, love that. we we just had the whole thing scheduled out, and and it was it was fantastic. And um, the night before, she had a, a party, and it was a send off party, and so everything was done so positively and lightly, and so that is that is how I chronicled my book. I wrote a book and that is what the book is. After the book, I developed my program because the book did not, does not have all the protocols for all the steps I just told you. It's the basic, it's a basic primer. It'll help people that can't afford the program, but the program is really where um, the true reversal and healing is going to occur. And especially with other people helping you, support is so important. And some people are going through this alone and don't have anybody to turn to. I know I received a couple of emails just very recently saying, I, I hear you guys talking about the nurses that help people. Uh, I'm, I live alone. Uh, who, what's that name of that program again? And, you know, it's Remnant Nursing, which I also want to connect you with Kimberly. Because I think being a part of uh, remnantnursing.org. How do you spell remnant? Um, R-E-M-N-A-N-T. Remnant. Remnant. Now, why, now, why, 
Do I feel like because it could be remnant? Yeah, it's remnant. Remnant. Yeah, R E M N A N T. Uh, remnantnursing.org. And, you know, that's um, like a private membership association where nurses can come in and, you know, care for the people that need the help. So they purchase uh, hours is what they purchase, like blocks of hours, six hours, 10 hours, not sure like how much, but it depends. It, do I want to work on, you know, my heart? Do I want to work on losing weight? What is it? Or it, is that person in the hospital and now they need you to come? Essentially just what your friend did, Mary, you know, not everybody has a nurse best friend. Yeah. I was so, cross country. She's in California and I was here. Right. So, yeah. So, but that's true. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we did some cardiac yoga too. I made a special cardiac yoga for her to recuperate because you can't open your chest right after open heart surgery, but mm -hmm. we did work on opening it heart openers before surgery so that she wouldn't be as cranky afterward. And, um, that was really that was really fun. So I learned a lot from that, and I've learned that the caregivers are really overlooked. And I made a special chapter in my book for the caregivers on what to expect when you see your loved one in the hospital, because you're looking at ventilators and IV lines and A lines and drips and blood draws and and uh, X-rays and echocardiograms, right. and you don't know what's happening. And your loved one looks like doesn't yeah. look like them. No. No, I mean, like I worked as a tech in the ICU and we got hearts uh, right after. And I remember, I mean, it would take 45 minutes with the nurse just to get the patient up to sit in the chair right next to the bed. And that's all they could do. And then, you know, it's uh, they're connected to every so many lines and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a big deal. So work like yours is just so important. I want to, I want to get more into, um, you know, a, what your program is like, because I think that this would speak to a lot of people, you know, that, that have, I mean, I think it's like 70% of Americans are on statins. It's, yeah. it, it's a lot of people. So yeah. I want to get more into that and then also get your opinion on, you know, what you're seeing these days, um, how you feel like the world is going, because we briefly talked before we came on air, uh, but it's very interesting because you and I had just met. And I think this is just another testimony to how many of us there are out there. You know, it's it's pretty wild. So truly, truly caring nurses about the health and well-being of their client slash patient. And yeah, in the medical system, you can't do the things you would like to do. And there's no time. And, you know, I used to wear essential oils to work to like spe specifically lavender and I would splash it on the doctor's white coat so that they would calm down and they would populate room to room, you know, and I would wear it on myself and that helped calm patients and calm their families. I mean, there's so many things we can do, but yeah, for my program, um, we start with a consultation, either that. Yeah. Or let's, let's um, hit that up right after the break. First, I want to give a, um, a shout out to our sponsor, ASEA. 
Asia is one of the only um, supplements out there for cell redox signaling molecules that help at the cellular level. I had just completed a fast this week, guys, and um, mine was more for spiritual reasons, but I incorporated the Asia in there and actually my hydrogen water uh, bottle that I just got. And I, I just cannot believe how much more energy I had going through this fast. Uh, it just is amazing. And another person with the skin issue, something was going down. Um, uh, she was getting a sore right in her groin area and she thought she was going to have to go get it lanced in the emergency room. And she put on the ASEA redox gel and it went away after one application. So there's, you hear me always giving personal testimonies on these products and, um, and I mean them. So go check out America shop and get the exclusive discount for America out loud talk radio listeners. And we will be right back after the break. It's time in this six world. Asiya believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our customers will tell you how our products have made a difference for them, from improving immune health and supporting gut health to reducing the appearance of wrinkles and even improving mind, mood, and energy. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in fulfilling your greatest potential. Asiya. We power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. Who's got time for a nasal invasion messing up your lifestyle? Crush those nasties before they become a problem. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order with the coupon code OUTLOUD, you'll receive 20% off the entire purchase. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop. That's AmericaOutloud.shop. And use coupon code OUTLOUD. Use CoFixRx because it works. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's Chief Medical Board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Welcome back. You are listening to Nurses Out Loud, and I am your host, Nurse Jody O'Malley. I am here today with Mary Yutter from Heart to Soul 
heartcw.com. That is heart, T-O-S-O-U-L-C-W.com. And Mary is uh, was a cardiac nurse at the bedside and in 2019 decided to open up her own business teaching patients uh, about heart um, recovery uh, after, you know, heart surgeries or after just even getting diagnosed with high blood pressure, heart issues. Mary is the nurse for you. And we are going to get into her program a little bit more. Um, so yeah, Mary, why don't you tell us a little bit more about it? Okay. And I have used the, I actually had some redox on my face today. Oh, you know what you've tried it before? I know it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was smiling the whole time. So yeah, so my program, one of the things in the medical system is you're a number. And when you discharged, you are now going from doctor's appointment and prescription to prescription refill to a follow-up recheck to your doctor. And doctors have 15 minutes to spend with you. And how on earth is that going to actually move the needle in your care and you're continuing to stay on these meds and then sometimes get side effects from the meds so now you're a pharmaceutical customer for life so for people that find themselves in this treatment loop one of the things that you want to do is ask your doctor what is the rationale for me to be on this medication why do you want me to be on this most people don't know why and number two is what's the plan to get me off it because does a healthy person need to be on meds Right. Is your body deficient in beta blockers, statins, GERD meds? <laughs> right. No. no, your body's not deficient in that. You don't yeah. need to supplement with medications. So those are the two big things. And, and I really then, do like you, um, you know, having the, the patient ask their doctor, like, okay, if you're having me on it for the cholesterol right now, when, when am I going to be able to get off of this? You know, my dad's been on it for 40. Everybody's on it. They're a lifelong customer. There is no plan to get you off, but it would be interesting to see your doctor squirm when you ask them that question. Yeah, they can't answer that. And um, (laughs) it's just, that's what they're trained in. Unfortunately, and I'm not blasting the doctors at all. They're trained to diagnose and prescribe. And then they're in this, you know, this loop of only being able to see people for 15 minutes and it just must be so scary being a doctor and having that responsibility. And what we really want to do is empower people to be, to take charge of their own health by education, by understanding how they got sick and what they can do to make them well. And I like to meet each person one-on-one either in a consultation, which you can book on my website or, um, um, in the program, you'll book your appointment with me. Once you go in, there's a special link. Mm-hmm. And I definitely want to know what your labs are and any test results and your history with your heart and then medical history and about you. Because as we talked about mindset, like if you're in a stressful relationship or you have a child who's a special needs child and you're raising that child alone or whatever the outlier things, those are all things that are impacting your life in some way and are going to impact your health, overall health and heart health. So um, then we work on the mindset and I had one client who said, told his wife, I'm not going to meditate. I'm not going to try these mind things or breathing or, <laughs> and she said, well, then why did you sign up for this program if you're not going to do it and follow her? 
And so she came with him the first few meetings and, and she, and now he says, Mary, I cannot go through my day. It's not a good day unless I meditate. I have to meditate at the start of each day. And I mean, I, my clients are my heroes. My patients are my heroes because they take it and run with it. And yeah. sometimes so much better than I do because they have had an event that they don't want to have another one. And I specialize in heart attacks. And here's the scary thing. Most people have their second heart attack within five years of their first, despite doctor's appointments and medications. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Because they're not doing the things that are going to make change in their overall body and help like the the mindset like the gut healing like the circulation protocol and one of the things i like to do is a case history of james gandolfini one of my favorite actors and his heart attack and what could have been done differently to mitigate what happened to him yeah i'd, so, I'd like to hear that do you want to talk a little bit about that sure so uh off the cuff here i don't have my lecture notes sure but um this is a man who is a big guy and so could have been um, diabetic, we don't know, could have had heart disease, we don't know, could have had diabetes, but those are like, that's like the Bermuda Triangle right there, of <laughs> cardiac wow. disease, yeah. So he, let's say he went on an overnight flight. So when you're flying, you're supposed to walk because you're at risk for DVT, blood for clotting. your blood clotting. So let's say he slept and let's say he did not hydrate really before the flight and he slept so he wasn't continuing to hydrate. And then he got off the plane and based on his condition, if he was diabetic and had thick sludgy blood at this point, and uh, because of his nutrition, maybe he had a, a lot of extra saturated fat on board. And then he went for a huge, he went out that day and then to a huge dinner where he had, oh my God, deep fried calamari, he had just tons of saturated fat and he had something like eight cocktails, like beer and six cocktails, something like that all together. And then he had a cigar. So he just loaded up his system. Sounds like a cocktails. good time. <laughs> I'm sure he was a great time and had a great time. But you can load up your system like that into a perfect storm of the plane. I don't know how many days or hours he had been off the plane, but you you know there's things you could do to mitigate so the day before you start really hydrating before your flight yeah. you wear compression stockings on your flight you set your alarm if you're on an overnight flight and get up and walk and really hydrate so that your body's waking you up to pee in case your alarm you sleep through your alarm and then when you're getting off to be mindful that you're still dehydrated and eat nourishing and foods that are full of uh, fluids like salads and apples and oranges and things like that and then kind of take it easy not have not go so overboard you know excess and moderation let's call it that yeah. instead of excess and excess so um little things like that could have made a tweak in what happened but it i think it just all came together yeah. in one big huge mess and that's so that's so unfortunate, you know, because we have our arteries and that's what that looks like when you're talking about all that. So how can your blood cells get through there versus yeah. that's what a healthy art, those are what healthy arteries look like, you know? Right, right. And, 
And so also eating foods high in nitric oxide, like beets and leafy greens could have helped vasodilate him. Mm-hmm. And then I, I um, shamelessly, but a little plug, um, I represent, I'm a distributor for a medical device called Beamer. Do you know of it? I have heard of it. Uh, I believe Kimberly was telling me about it. Go yeah, ahead. It's, a, it's a special pulse electromagnetic field device. So like we have EMFs all around us that are harmful, um, such as oxygen in the hospital is harmful, right? If you're on a ventilator, 100% oxygenation, what we're trying to do is antioxidant. Oxygen grabs molecules off of other molecules in our body. And oxygenation also oxidizes. It causes rust in our body. So oxygen can be toxic and so can EMFs, but EMFs can also be helpful in a medical capacity. And Beamer is the only pulse electromagnetic field, PEMF device, that has a, is class two medical. Class one means does no harm. Class two means the studies are there showing that it does what it says it does, meaning it vasodilates, improves blood flow, increases oxygenation and nutrients to the cell, takes away toxins. So when you have creaky joints and things like that, that's, that's like the sludge that's built up on top of a pond. That's in your joints. And this helps to open up all, all those, everything to the microvasculature and help the blood flow. It's eight minutes of lying on a mat. You can do your meditation while you're on your mat. And it's, it keeps the blood flow going for 12 to 18 hours. It's most important to do it at night. Why? Because stasis, our blood's not moving, we're not circulating. So that's another 12 to 18 hours. And what you're also doing is you are allowing your white blood cells to go on patrol because they're moving, they're stuck in all these areas that are jacked up with clots, with cholesterol, with whatever. So here we're opening everything up and your white blood cells, your immune system is getting a little boost. So this is excellent. A lot of pro athletes use it for muscle recovery. San Francisco 49ers use it. So if they win Sunday, that's, (laughs) that's their little, that's their little secret weapon. Tom Mm -hmm. Brady uses it. Um, The Navy SEALs use it. How much is this? These are almost $6,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. But, but you are, you are doing something that nothing else can do in your body. And that's opening everything up, increasing blood flow. And when you're doing that, what's it doing for your heart? Yeah. I mean, it's providing more oxygen. Yeah. yeah and taking the pressure off the heart. And right. we, heart disease kills more people than anything. It's pre- reversible and preventable. And it's still killing more people than all cancer combined. Why is that? Because the right things aren't being done. And this is something that is the cherry on the Sunday for any cardiac patient, as far as I'm concerned. And I have the contraindications on my side. If you've had recent DVTs, if you've had a recent surgery, um, if you've, they're listed on my site, but there are certain, not that many, but certain contraindications where you wouldn't have it. And then um, you are personally instructed by me when you buy your unit because you want to make sure that you're using it properly because it is a medical device. It is using pulse electromagnetic energy and you want to make sure that, or we want to make sure that you're using it properly and have a little unboxing party. Oh yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> are you noted, are you taking data on people that have had the injections? 
Um, I'm not thing- taking data, but I am helping them because there's myocarditis, pericarditis, inflammatory, inflammatory vascular conditions, immune system conditions where all your white blood cells are off. Um, uh, I have on my website, I have a client who had 199 over like 110 for his blood pressure. And that was after he got the shot and he went to work immediately and his immune system was wiped out. And he had this feeling of as cardiac patients do of impending doom, like something's going to happen. I'm so worried. And, um, he could have stroked, he could have had a heart attack and he chose not to go to the hospital. He did not want to go to the hospital. And that was a risk. But we got to work right away. He found me and we got to work right away and and went ham on everything, just went hardcore. And he's now in the 130s over 80 to 90. And his immune system is back in check. He also had a a, a fourth heart sound. Mm -hmm. So he had this extra heart sound happening. Yeah. And his, his echocardiogram came out weird. So these are these are some of the things that I'm seeing, and then there's also a lot of people just sudden death. Right. And the sudden death is, or could be, where the heart, and it happens to athletes on the field, and I'm wondering if it's something to do with adrenaline, or it is, I was looking at Dr. Peter McCullough, Mm -hmm. and he was saying that it could be where the heart usually takes fats for energy, and it is now taking glucose. It has changed the way that it is operating and that that can trigger some kind of metabolic event for the heart. Yeah. Yeah. So it's unknown. Also the DNA is being rewritten. So say you have dog ate cat, it's shifting things over. So it might be God, Tay, Attack. So yeah. our DNA is getting rewritten by what's going on in this transcribing. And this, I think it was, uh, this disease was created in order to get that into people for whatever nefarious reason. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How did your family and friends receive you? Uh they're probably tired of hearing me talk about things, but <laughs> a, lo- a lot of a lot of people, including family and friends, are in denial. Um, they think this is conspiracy, and the proof is all out there now. The proof yeah. is all out there now. Nothing says trust the science more than we're not liable, right? Right. right. So if nobody's liable how can you trust the science? Yeah, right. Exactly. Like you're just saying, yeah, uh, you could say whatever you want and you're not held accountable for it. It's mm-hmm. pretty wild. I, yeah. I know you live on the East coast and um, that that's uh, primarily a democratic, you know, for lack of better um, ex- description, I guess. Uh, but again, a lot of people did go down that, that rabbit hole. You know, I I would say 
Oh, I was looking at it. I was looking at Kaiser. So somebody sent me Kaiser Permanente. Someone sent me, um, and I was waiting for the validation of it. But Kaiser is rolling back their mandate, even on coworker or even on employees. So new employees don't have to submit to um, get a shot. They're not coerced into doing it anymore. And they have 240,000 employees back in 2021. It was 240,000 employees they had. And imagine how much pharma made on that company alone. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, just on that company alone. And then the companies were fined for anybody who didn't do that. And, you know, not to fault people, they did their, they've, people made a horrible, were forced into making a horrible decision and do something they didn't want to do. Or the propaganda was making them believe that this will help protect my grandma. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it was from the numbers that that I was reading, there were 30% of the people that came out right away and got shot at Kaiser, right? 30%. And then the other 70% did not want to take it. And then another 40% finally succumbed to the coercion and took it. And then at the end of the day, only 20 or 2,200 people got fired, either got fired or walked away from the job. You look at that, you had 70% of people. That is what? 70, 140, 21 well, I don't want to do math, but like 160,000, say 80 per, or 70%, 160,000 mm. people did not want to take it, but they did, but they did only 1% said, no, I'm going to walk away. I, and this was 90 something, per, it was survivable. And yeah. this was a test. To see, it like, if, if you're, if, like your mom always said, if everybody jumps off a cliff, are you too? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be one of the sheep jumping off? So this was a test also in certain people. I know I lived in a high rise. It was a 34 floor high rise and with over a thousand people and everybody that was the talk. And it was a lot of the virtue sig- signaling of, oh, I'm going to get this. You know, I'm going to do my part without people even thinking, what are the ramifications of this? What if something goes wrong? Am I protected? Can I sue? Right. Nothing. And then these companies were fiscally fined if they did not comply. So the companies were pushing it and saying, you're considered resigned if you don't get it. Yeah. Not even no unemployment. You just, you resign. It's, it's our, our rights were completely that's the thing that now that we have to really watch is our rights because laws are being made left and right and they're superseding our constitutional rights. Right. Scary. And and like in New York, they said that, that they can take you at any time at any age and for whatever reason that they think you were, uh, exposed to something or that you have something, even if you're healthy and, Put things in your body mm-hmm. so it's violating all of our constitutional rights yeah and 
there is a great gal that's running for office. And those are the people that we have to support are those kind of people that are standing up. There's not many of them, though. And the problem is that the government was never supposed to know anything about us, but we were supposed to know everything about the government. And it's backward now. Mm hmm. Right. Right. They know, know way too much and they're using it. They especially now know the psyche of a lot of people dangle their paycheck and over their head and they're going to do whatever we tell them to do. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I'm not sure if you're, you know, you know the Bible or anything, but even the book of Revelation talks about the mark of the beast and talks about the number 666 that if you do not have it, you're not going to be able to buy, sell or trade anything. Um, now I look at that and that's real, you know, that that would be a real thing. Uh, you cannot go to the store. You have no money. You know, your your job, You there's no cash anymore because it's all digital, right? And, and you see that with how many people just will succumb and take that based on what they did this go around. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, but I definitely believe it's a war of good versus evil. You know? And here's here's another thing to think about. Do you know how it's called predictive programming? So here's a mind-blowing thought. And it's it's I do believe in the Bible, but what if that is also predictive? Because what's been happening is in there. Yes. So is this part of it? Like what is that factor in all this? Oh, like, like you're saying, like, what if the Bible really isn't is the Bible? Yeah. Right. No, I, I mean, that's where, you know, I look at the Bible and I see that it is 25% prophetic in nature and all of these things have come to pass a ton of things, right. Uh, even Jerusalem, like, you know, uh, or Israel, people coming back to Israel, it was a dead land. And then all of a sudden now it's this, you know, booming with vegetables and flowers and some of the smartest people, everybody that tried to rage war against it loses. And so, I mean, I, I, I believe the Bible is real. I've seen God's hand move many times in my life. And, and if you look at that's the antithesis of everything that's out here. That's oh, yeah. Miracles thing. happen. Miracles yeah. happen. Yeah. And, and, and it's think, one thing that hasn't been disproven. You know what yeah. I mean? They try to disprove the Bible, but they can't. And yeah. Yeah. But it's a mind blowing thought. I just, it is you know, a mind -blowing again, thought. the provocative thought to have a conversation around. And I was just saying to my guy, AJ, that it's not that we shouldn't, we should avoid the topics of politics and religion it's that we should have thoughtful conversations and yes. really just dig in and analyze and question and and have that conversation yeah because i was always a democrat but i think now republican is a democrat mm -hmm. it's like the the republican <laughs> beliefs seem to be democratic in what <laughs> used to be democratic so it's crazy um but then again, you know, what is that all about? That's a whole nother topic. But I do love that you brought that up because obviously you can sense where my heart is and you still felt comfortable to bring up something that's provocative like that. And the way I responded was 
you know, like how a normal person should respond. I had no idea what your political beliefs were uh, before we talked and or your religion. But none of them really matters, you know. Yeah. And, I believe in common sense. How about yeah, that? Right. And in and in our constitutional rights. I I yeah. don't I I think that when people start aligning with a party and have a disregard for who the person is representing that party, yeah. All bets are off. Like yeah. you have to be able to look at a leader as someone who's going to, you know, I'll rec I'll recommend someone um I'll actually forward you. I'll tag you on it i'll forward him to you um, okay awesome and i'll put it in the show notes guys yeah thank you thank you so much for your time today mary that's all the time we have for today friends you can go to mary's website heart to soul l or cw.com heart t-o-s-o-u-l-c-w.com Thank you guys uh, for listening. Make sure you share the podcast. Send us an email, nurses at americaoutloud.com. And um, until next time, friends, be safe, be well, and God bless. It's time and